Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our first official podcast. It's been a long time coming, pretty nerve-wracking, but I'm glad that we're finally here. Today, we get to speak to Fetty Saad, which is one of the directors here at Established Property. He is the number one selling agent in Sanctuary Lakes and has been for, I believe, the last 20 years. So yeah, look, thanks for being here, Fetty. Yeah, thanks for having me and hello. And yes, it has been a long time coming. So I'm glad that we finally got this up and running. Yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. I'm hoping to pick your brain a bit here today. And hopefully for those that are listening, they can, I guess, take some inspiration or perhaps maybe, yeah, take a bit out of it. But I've, I always take a lot from you and advice and all that sort of thing. So why don't we talk about, I guess, your journey into real estate and uh, what that looked like? Yeah, sure. I mean, we're going, we're Let's you know. peel it. Let's peel it back to the beginning. So, what oh, you were before before real estate? What were you doing? Okay, I'll try not to bore anybody in, in telling you this. I'll keep it. I'll keep the old part a little bit brief. But my background essentially began in in the hospitality industry. Okay, um, I think I did that for about ten years straight out of tertiary, you know, college work. In, in I didn't know that. I, yeah. I thought I thought you came straight went straight from school to hospitality. But anyway, okay, so you went. Yeah, no, I did. I did yeah. some studies prior because okay. I thought my my long-term career journey was going to be in a hospitality. Sure. Uh, so yeah, worked in that for about 10, just over 10 years. Tried a few things, worked in the uh, big hotels, worked yep. in the big convention centers and nice. uh, tried my own little thing for a short stint, which was a big learning curve and good experience, okay. I would say. And then uh, after that, I, I think that cemented some foundations for me, you know, that working, sure. in that working in that industry obviously involved a lot of hours. Grinding. Definitely grinding different shifts, sometimes late shifts, sometimes early morning shifts. But I think that set a good grounding for me, taught me a lot, definitely taught me what hard work was all about. Yeah. I think we underestimate when we all go out to restaurants and when we go out to, we go to hotels and everything sort of seems like it's running smoothly, but mm. you don't realize what's happening in the background. Oh, for it's, sure. It's, we, it's, we always talk about that when yeah. we go out to, yeah. It's anyway, definitely go, hard yeah. work. And then, uh, you know, just after hospitality, I, I, ventured out into sort of that building game, renovations game, worked with a friend of mine okay. for a short period of time. Construction. Yeah, like yeah, okay. d- domestic. Yeah, yeah. And did that while I was doing my course for real estate. Back then, unlike today, mm. it, it, it wasn't a, an overnight sort of course on, online. Uh, didn't take, uh, you know, a week. Uh, you know, I did, I did night, night school for probably six, seven months. Jesus. <laughs> and that was just to get the agent's rep. Yeah, well, okay. When I got that, actually, I didn't even start real estate straight away. It took, I think, nearly anywhere between eight and 12 months for me to actually okay. build, build the courage right. to make the move. Yeah, okay. I didn't know that. So yeah. The unknown of not being able to earn a consistent paycheck every week mm, was a bit mm. scary at the time. But I uh, did it and haven't looked back since, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So, so you had this idea of real estate you went and did the course but there was hesitation you you didn't dive into it i guess immediately what made you overcome that uh that fear of i think you mentioned yeah. this before that of not having consistent pay and yeah, all yeah. That, sort of that, thing. that was that was one part of it the other part of it the other part of it is can i actually do it can i make it because mm. you hear stories you know a thousand might get in and 10 might 20 might make it yeah the rest you know might do it for six to 12 months and give it up and you have that self-doubt it runs through your mind and obviously yeah the pay and not being able to earn an income but i i think you know once i overcame that fear yeah i just moved forward and just have yeah you have to have the belief in yourself that you can do it yeah and then the support around you who believe in you as well that makes a big difference yeah 
and then yeah i just made the move one day was fortunate enough to yeah. get a job with at the time sanctuary lakes real estate as you know yeah with my current business partner rob and yeah gave it a go and it worked out first i remember first three months of my beginning of the beginning of my my position there were there was an interest rate rise every month for the first three months of when i started oh wow okay and, and thought, that's oh, exactly what we're going through now well, well, yeah, we're on the 12th but yeah yeah but at the time yeah um i'm thinking am i unfortunate is it just <laughs> bad luck yeah I think, I think prior to that there wasn't any increases for yeah. quite some time yeah and then the market obviously shifted somewhat i thought you know what if i can wow. if i can make it in a tough market yeah at some point in time, I'm going to experience all different levels of, of the market. So, yeah. yeah, I just happened to experience a, a, wow. a, a decline in, in my first three months. Maybe that's why you're so successful and you've got thick skin. You, you joint real estate, probably one of the harder times, right? I mean, we're, we're, we're in a what seems to be you know, a bit of a downturn at the moment with the 12th interest rate just last well, this month. But now it's all making sense because we're, I, I see a lot of agents that come and go and especially when the market's up, we see all these new agents come in and they're selling properties and it's great. And then all of a sudden the market shifts and they're nowhere to be found and mm. it all just gets too hard and bon voyage type of thing. So, okay, so you've, you've joined real estate, you're in your first three months, you're dealing with interest rate rises. What kept you going? What got you to where you are now? You just, you, you can't be looking at the minor bumps in the road in your journey. You've got to be focused on the end goal and there's going to be ups and downs throughout a career, yeah. whatever yeah. whatever the industry is. It's never going to be just always yeah. amazing, always, at, you know, at your, you're never going to be always on an upward trajectory, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So if you can experience any particular industry, in, 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 in this case ours, yeah. real estate, if you can experience all sorts, I mean, we'd all love to have uh, you know, we'd all we'd all love to be in an amazing market throughout our career, mm. but that's never going to happen. Yeah, that's that's the reality. Of course. And if you're only as good as you can be in a great market, mm. then you might as well just give it up. Mm. You know, because that's never going to be the same. Yeah, and yeah. You're never going to have a great market whenever you whenever you're in it. So, I think that what you need to focus on is, regardless of what the market is doing, mm. you have a plan. You stick to the plan. And you just ride the waves as they come. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what my goal was, was that I was going to be the best in my craft, in my area. And there was nothing that was going to get in my way yeah. to derail that, whether yeah. it be the market, whether it be third party involvement, whether it be, you know, competitors, whatever it might be. Yeah. I was just going to stick to my plan and, and just ride the you wave. Had, you had clear sight. hundred percent. Because yeah. if you don't, then... Distraction is always there, of course, and it always derails, especially in a downturn. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You've got this, you know. My mentor once told me that you always have two sounds in your in the back of your mind: mm. the one that's telling you to give up, and yeah. the one that's telling you to keep going. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's funny how the one that the one that tells you to give up always appears when the market when is it shifting. Gets tough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Always appears when it gets tough. The tough yeah. get going. That's it. Yeah. So. What I can say to any person that's listening out there that wants to take on any of what I'm saying yeah. is that if you believe that this is what you want to do, just make sure you have a plan yeah. and do it. People don't want to hear that. I mean, I often get told, oh, you've been so lucky. You know, you started 
you know, 20 years ago when it wasn't so tough and mm. you're so lucky and you're so, you know, successful and you're, you're doing all the big deals and you're doing this yeah. and that. I don't think luck has anything to do with it. No, nah, not at know? all. Um, not at all. What do they say? If it's luck, just, is it hard work or luck? I, I can't remember what the saying was, but. Well, I, I've always, I've always known that you make your own luck in real estate. There's no such thing as luck. You put in the work and you see the reward. That's it. Um, people, yeah, people often from sit on the sideline and say, you know, like even even some of the guys that have worked with us, yeah, mm. as you would have heard, oh, you work in a better market than I work, and uh, your your average sale price is X and mine is X, and that's why you're earning more commission. Well, you know what? Where were you when I was doing it twenty years ago? Yeah. When when the average sale price was for a house was probably three fifty four hundred. Crazy, right? Crazy, and and the commissions that were being paid out back then were a lot lower than what they are now. Yeah, yeah. So you got to stick it out for you to get the to reap the rewards. Yeah, down of the course. Track. Yeah, yeah. So this this business is all about the patience game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you don't have patience and you want to be at the same level as a person that's done the grind for twenty years and you want to be there in in one or two years. It's just not going to happen. There's no shortcuts. There's, there is no shortcuts and it's just not going to happen. It's simple yeah. as that. Yeah. And that's why there are the, there are the consistent operators and then that's why the other ones that you know, can't make it, they just either give it up or leave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, now, I mean, admirable. 20 years in and uh, to be frank, I mean, I, I still think that you put the same type of work in that you do today versus the stories that you've told me 20 years ago because... You've worked hard then and you work hard now and it's not easy. And congratulations, by the way, if uh, those that didn't know, Fetty's just done, I think in the last six months, two sales over 4 million bucks, which is yeah. very, very impressive. I saw the work that went um, into that and, you know, your marketing strategies and just continuing to just change it up and, and create something new and just pushing these properties from what I saw was just admirable, like mm. I said. But I guess what keeps you or what drives you to keep adapting and, and just continuing to be the best at what you do because with most of us in, in human nature everybody to some degree can sometimes get comfortable and you know just keep doing the same thing but you, you you're just constantly adapting i mean to be honest you're the one that's introduced this podcast where does it come oh, from i i i think that's if we're not moving forward we're just falling behind the industry is changing rapidly and mm. look you know, I'm not going to sit here and say every time there's a new concept or a new idea, we're going to jump on board and, and do it. But I think that, you know, if we want to be leaders in our marketplace, we've got to be front foot forward in creating these slight shifts left and right. Ultimately, I don't I don't want to be one that follows what someone else is doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although, I mean, this podcast is not something that we've created. Yeah, of uh, course. It's happening, yeah. it's happening yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But this is more... I think this this allows us to build confidence and courage within our team. Yeah, of course. Uh, because you know, we'll, we'll self learning. We'll sit here. Self development. You, know, you, you yeah. might you might want to interview one of the new rookies. Yeah. And just trying to get a story, you know, yeah. develop an understanding as to what they're thinking and where they're going. But ultimately, I want to lead the way for you guys to be able to always think outside the box and Powerful. not not Powerful. not not do not do the same thing. Yeah. In that you know. Day in, day out. Yeah, it yeah, becomes mundane. Yeah. It becomes boring. Yeah, and we've got to we've got to show our clientele that we're creative and that we want to go out there and just try and change it up every now and then. Yeah, you know, we did an auction not long ago, which we successfully sold seven Solero, seven Solero. Oh. Yeah, which I thought, you know what, it's an awesome it's, auction. It's a different type of house. Why can't we do a different type of auction? 
What did you do? What did you do? Tell us about this auction and why it it stood out. It was a, look, and I'm sure someone out there, maybe not around us, but someone out there somewhere around the world or around Victoria or even Australia has done something similar. Yeah. I'm not trying to claim that I created this idea, but within our marketplace, I don't think anyone's done it. Look, I try and look at the property and I think, okay, this is unique in a certain way. How can I make this auction experience unique? to match the property. Mm. Like we always talk about matching buyers to property. We do, yeah. Well, why can't we create a, a bit of a an event yeah. around the yeah. auction? Yeah. So as you know, you've been to the property. It was a custom home, very bespoke, nothing like it before. Yeah. Five-car garage, indoor pool, the best part of 70, Stand out. Stand out. 65 yeah. to 70 square home. And I thought, why, why? it's a super house. Why can't we involve some supercars? And, genius. And genius. have, well, it's not, it's not genius. It's just, it's just something yeah. a little bit different. I think it engages with the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it did. It did. But, but it was also, also to show prospective buyers that were there yeah. the, the, the level of space and, and the depth of this property. A five car garage yeah. is not very common, That's as right. you know. That's right. Um, and it had a very deep driveway. So we had, was it like seven or eight supercars there on the day? Felt like there was more, but yeah, yeah. yeah there was, we had it was a, like a whole event. Huge stretch, stretch uh, Hummer limo. Yeah. Um, music. You know, we had the music. We had the we had catering. The, the, the coffee, the catering. Yeah. It wasn't just a boring auction. Yeah. Ultimately, our goal is to get that property sold, but why can't we do it with a bit of entertainment? But exactly. And as simple as it sounds, I think this is where, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of your success and why you continue to dominate the Central Lakes market is I think you've got this unique ability to be able to create a perception or or give the right vibe for the right property and create an event for it. And I think when it comes to especially, you know, setting these records and getting the best outcome possible, this is an absolute must. And even listening to others, other successful agents, you know, out there in Australia, especially like Matt Steinway, Matt Lancashire, Gavin Rubenstein, all those type of characters, they all follow a similar concept. And that's to continually change the game and create a show around these properties. Get as many people as you possibly can there. And um, you do that very well. Yeah. Look, I don't profess to be as good as those guys, but yeah, if we can do our little bit to, to stand out from the crowd, yeah. that's what we'll continue to do. And I don't believe in the one size fits all approach. We did that, we would just be stuck in our own way yeah. and never yeah. change it up. You tailor make. Yeah. You so you've got, you've got to look, and that type of scenario for Seven Solero yeah. will not apply to, to every of auction course. or yeah. to every sale that we do. Yeah. But when you have the opportunity to do something different, for your client and for a particular marketing campaign, I say go for it. Yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting stuff, Fetty. Um, look, we'll we'll um, we'll move on from there. Something that I already know, but let's perhaps maybe get it out there to those that are listening. What keeps you motivated, mate? Because in my eyes, you're already very successful. You know, you've got a beautiful family. You know, you've you've done very well in real estate. You're a successful business owner. What 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 keeps you wanting to be out there in the trenches with us? It's, that's a that's a tough question to answer in short brief way. I think well, let's, it, let's keep it interesting. I think it really comes down to the fact that this job is always changing. It's never the same mundane thing, and whether the market's changing, shifting, whether it's on a high, whether it's coming down, yeah, there's always a different challenge to deal with day to day. Yeah, yeah. And whether it be the challenge, whether whether the challenge be negotiating with a potential buyer on a property, and it's a difficult negotiation, 
whether it be trying to win a, a new listing, working with you guys in, in doing training and bringing you guys up to next the next generation, yeah, if you like. Yeah, yeah. So there's always something different every day. And look, don't get me wrong. There's, mm. there's days where I feel like, oh, I don't want to be here today. I want to do something different. Oh, we all have them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, I think that once you've invested 20-odd years into a particular industry, yeah, I think it's fair to say that that's where you're probably going to finish it off. So for me, my role is evolving every yeah. every day now, every year. Yeah, It's shifting. It's bringing up the guys that have been with me for you know the best part of seven, eight, nine years. Yeah. creating opportunities for them, putting them on the right track to potentially become a little bit more than what they're doing and be more involved. So that in itself is... Rewarding. Uh, well, that's definitely rewarding, but it's also a new journey to venture. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much what keeps me mot- motivated. Yeah. I don't think that I could just go cold turkey on listing and selling property because yeah. that's what keeps it interesting. Yeah, uh, the I, chase. I, I do. I do think that, you know, at some point, I'll step back a little bit more from that, yeah, and get more involved in other areas. And we always we we always are talking about growing, expanding, mm. creating opportunity for others to be able to jump on board. Yeah, yeah. Um, I won't go too much into the rebranding right now, and as to why we did it and the, oh, the story behind it. We can do that it. on another episode. Yeah, that's, but yeah, that, yeah. that's part of the whole process of yeah. what we're what I'm talking about now, and yeah. that's one small part of the bigger picture. But yeah, I guess as you grow in any role that you do, you're always moving your target point, mm. right? So the goals that I achieved in year one yeah. are not the same goals that I'm trying to achieve in year 20, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. every year I set myself a new- Pivot. Yeah. yeah. And I'm setting myself new target points. Yeah. And because you do that, it becomes- you're evolving. It, yeah, it, you're it, growing, it, and it doesn't it doesn't get boring. Yeah, because that's now right. now now for 2023, I need to achieve this X Y Z. Correct. Right. So I'm not always chasing the same goal. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's powerful, and um, I can I can certainly relate to I guess what you've said. I I think it's a personality trait uh, for me in particular as well. I found you know during school and all that sort of thing, I was always I kind of found it boring, right? Just doing the same old thing type of thing. And I guess you know once I got into real estate, I I just got to see how it constantly changes, and I think that's what keeps me going as well is the constant evolving and growing and and changing. I feel like if I'm sort of in that same spot for too long i just i, I get bored and you know i just want to continue growing and i think the interesting thing with real estate is that because the industry is always evolving and you know the way marketing is shifting and changing you've got to kind of adapt with it so therefore you're kind of you're constantly changing and you're constantly evolving and you're constantly mm. growing remember, so you- remember this adapt or die yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah if you're not adapting in this environment then you're just going to fade away behind mm, the scenes. That's right. The other thing that, just to add on to what keeps me going, mm. I I think that to maintain a level of respect from my peers and my colleagues and team members, if you're not, and this at the risk of sounding somewhat cliche, yeah. you've got to always be leading, doing what you want others to do. Yeah. You know, sitting in, a, in an ivory tower, as they say, and saying, you need to do this, this, and this, and the, you got your team that you're trying to motivate looking yeah. at looking yeah. back at you yeah. saying well you're not doing it yeah right so i've done my time don't get me wrong i've done plenty yeah. plenty of it and i've done it the hard way not the easy way and you're still uh, doing it but yeah, yeah but i think that to keep yourself in the forefront of what's going on yeah 
you've got to be hands-on. 100%. And it's like that. I'm not sure if you've seen that image, but it's like that image of the, when they were building the pyramids and there's all these people pulling the pyramids or the blocks or whatever you want to call it. And there's the pharaoh sitting on top with a whip, yeah. right? And then there's another image showing the pharaoh at the front pulling, right? So yeah, I, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. And I think that's, yeah, that's a very good example. And for me in particular, now that you know, I'm training some of these guys as well, I've quickly learned that you've got to, you've got to lead by example. You've, you can't expect them to make the cause if you're not making the cause, mm. right? So yeah, no, that's, that's really well said. So look, I mean, I think we'll wrap it up here, Fetty, but just for anybody that's listening that perhaps is maybe considering to jump into real estate, or even another industry or job. What's uh, a couple of advice tips that you might sort of give them? Look, there's a lot of advice that I could give, but to, to make it very brief, make sure that what you want to jump into is exactly what you want to do. Yeah. Now, you could, you could be 18. You could say, oh, I want to work in real estate because it looks like a great job and these guys drive nice cars and they wear the glamour, nice suits. The glamour yeah, of the real glamour. estate. <laughs> Now, at 18, you've got plenty of life ahead of you, right? Yeah. But you need to know what you want to do and you need to want to do it for the right reasons, yeah. not for the glamour, yeah. for the right reasons. So make sure you know you want to do it yeah. and then make sure you give it everything you've got, not half-assed about it, 50-50, not I'll see how it goes. All in. Get all in because the only way you're going to get everything you want out of the, the job or yeah. out of whatever industry you get into is by giving it your all yeah. and it will give it back. Yeah. But it takes time. Yeah. And it's about yeah. the patience game. 100%. And it's about, I use the analogy whenever we hire somebody, right? What's the, what's the thing that I ask? The karate them? kid. The karate I, kid. I say, have you watched the movie, The Karate Kid, the original? Yeah. And they look at me sometimes and go, yes. <laughs> or they look at me and go, no, <laughs> depending on what their age is, right? Yeah. And they look at me like, what's, what's this guy on, on about? Yeah, I think you used that on me. Oh, I, I yeah. think I've used it on everybody, right? But yeah. the it's a simple formula. Yeah. You don't realize that you are actually learning when you're not learning, mm. right? Mm. And if you haven't watched the movie, watch it if you want to get into this job. Yeah. And the difference in now what we do when we say, you know, you've got to go do letterbox drops or you've got a door knock or you've got a prospect call or cold call or whatever it might be. Yeah. That's the same thing in that movie. That's the same thing as, you know, the wax on, wax off, you know, yeah. the painting of the fence and the decking, you know, yeah. all of that. Yeah. And the kid didn't know what his teacher was trying to achieve. What the purpose what was. What the purpose yeah. was, what the, yeah. what the agenda of, yeah. of, or the concept of what he was doing until he put it into action. He applied it, yeah. And he applied it and he realized, oh, shit. That's, that's right. That's what wax on, wax off meant. Building foundations. Yeah. And if you're not grinding... Right. If you're going to come into this job and be, well, let's go grab a coffee and let's go have some lunch yeah. and let's go for a drive and you know, let's go look at some watches. Yeah. In day one or week one, you're in it for the wrong reason. It's not going to work. Like just yeah, give it up. Don't waste yeah. your time because you can earn just as much in a nine to five job. Hundred percent. And yeah, I, I think yeah, that, that's great, Freddie. And I think from what I remember when I first started. And I always remember the first the first Saturday I, I came and I met with you at one of the properties. It was a I think it was a at the time a one point eight million dollar property on Spinnaker Rise, if you recall. And then something you said to me on that day that I guess has stuck with me ever since was what you put in is what you get out. That'll never change. Yeah. So well no, thank you for your time, Fetty. It's been a privilege. 
I think we'll wrap it up there. But uh, no, thank you. Thank you again for you know, being here and sharing some wisdom. Yeah, no um, I look forward to uh, getting you back. Perhaps maybe next time we can talk a little bit about the rebranding, which I'm yeah. sure some people would be interested in hearing why you did it. Yeah. Thanks, Betty. Thanks, thanks, Rick. Thank you.